0: hello everyone today is october 17th 2023 and this is read through the new testament and we are going to read right now matthew 21 verses 23 through the end of the chapter and here is our first reader
1: and when he entered the temple the chief priests and the elders of the people came up to him as he was teaching and said by what authority are you doing these things and who gave you this authority jesus answered them also I will ask you one question and if you and if you tell me the answer then I will also then I will tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John from where did it come? From heaven or from man? And they discussed it among themselves saying, if we say from heaven, he will say to us, then why then did you not believe him? But if we say from man, we are afraid of the crowd. For they all hold what John, for they all hold that John was a prophet, so they answered Jesus, "We do not know." And he said to them, "Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things."
0: Okay, I think that one's kind of funny. Where um, they don't, they decide we we can't give the right answer, so we better just say we don't know. Okay, next paragraph. Um, yep, uh, twenty-eight
1: through thirty-two what do you think a man had two sons and he went to the first and said son go and work in the vineyard today and he and he answered i will not but afterward he changed his mind and went and he went to the other son and said the same and he answered i go sir but did not go which of the two sons did the will of his father they said the first, Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes go into the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. And even when you saw it, you did not afterwards change your minds and believe him.
0: All right. Okay, so there is, again, his authorities being questioned, and he answers them with a parable. Okay, verse 33. Here, another parable. There was a master of a house who planted a vineyard and put a fence around it and dug a wine press in it and built a tower and leased it to tenants and went into another country. When the season for the fruit drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to get his fruits. And the tenants took his servants and beat one and killed another and stoned another. Again, he sent uh, other servants more than the first, and they did the same to them. Finally, he sent his son to them, saying, they will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to themselves, this is the heir. Come, let us kill him and have his inheritance. And when they took him out of the vineyard, Um, and, oh, and then, and they took him out of, out of the vineyard and killed him. When therefore the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? They said to him, he will put those wretches to a miserable death and let out the vineyard to other tenants who will give him the fruits of their season, in their seasons. Jesus said to them, and that by the way, is talking about the religious leaders of Israel. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they perceived that he was speaking about them. And although they were seeking to arrest him, they feared the crowds because they held him to be a prophet. Now we're going to read Acts 26. Here's our first reader.
1: So Agrippa said to Paul, you have permission to speak for yourself. Then Paul stretched out his hand and made his defense. I consider myself fortunate that it is before you, King Agrippa. I am going to make my defense today against all the accusations of the Jews, especially because you are familiar with all the customs and controversies of the Jews. Therefore, I beg you to listen to me patiently.
0: Okay, and something to know about Herod is he actually is Jewish. He doesn't believe much of it, but he actually is Jewish, so he understands some of these things. That's what Paul's telling him.
2: My manner of life from my mouth, spent from the beginning among my own nation and in Jerusalem, is known by all the Jews. They have known for a long time if they are willing to testify, that according to this. Strictest, strictest party of our religion, I have lived as a Pharisee. And now I stand here on trial because of my hope in the promise made by God to our fathers, to which our twelve tribes hope to attain as they earnestly worship night and day. And for this hope I am accused by the Jews, O King. Why is it thought thought incredible by any of you that God raises the dead. Okay. So he's reminding them that
0: he was a very strict Pharisee. So he's a very Jewish Jew. Um, Okay. Verse nine. I myself was convinced that I ought to do many things in opposing the name of Jesus of Nazareth. He's going to go through his testimony again. Um, And I did so in Jerusalem. I not only locked up many of the saints in prison after receiving authority from the chief priests, but when they were put to death, I cast my vote against them. And I punished them often in all the synagogues and tried to make them blaspheme. And in raging fury against them, I persecuted them even to foreign cities. In this connection, I journeyed to Damascus with the authority and commission of the chief priests, But rise and stand on your feet for I have appeared to you for this purpose to appoint you as a servant and witness to the things in which you have seen me and to those in which I will appear to you delivering you from your people delivering you from your people and from the gentiles to whom I am sending you to open their eyes so that they may turn from darkness to light And from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. So he just told his conversion story right there and how Jesus actually called him and what he told him to do. Okay, verse 19. Therefore, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision but declared first to those in Damascus, then in Jerusalem and throughout all the region of Judea and also to the Gentiles that they should repent and turn to God, performing deeds in keeping with their repentance. For this reason, the Jews seized me in the temple and tried to kill me. So he's saying, I'm just being obedient to that heavenly vision that I was given. And for this, the Jews are trying to kill me. Um, Okay, so to this day, I have all, I have had the help that comes from God, and so I stand here testifying both to small and great, saying nothing but what the prophets and Moses said would come to pass, that Christ, that the Christ must suffer, and that by being the first to rise from the dead, he would proclaim light to our, both to our people and to the Gentiles. And as he was saying these things in his defense. Festus, the governor, said with a loud voice, Paul, you are out of your mind. Your great learning is driving you out of your mind. But Paul said, I'm not out of my mind, most excellent Festus, but I am speaking true and rational words. For the king knows about these things. Because King Agrippa is Jewish. Um, The king knows about these things, and to him I speak boldly. For... I am persuaded that none of these things has escaped his notice, for this has not been done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know that you believe. And Agrippa said to Paul, In a short time, would you persuade me to be a Christian? And Paul said, Whether short or long, I would to God that not only you, but all who hear me this day, might become such as I am except for these chains. Then the king rose, and the governor and Bernice, and those who were sitting with them. And when they had withdrawn, they said to one another, this man is doing nothing to deserve death or imprisonment. And Agrippa said to Festus, this man could have been set free if he had not appealed to Caesar.